Hello, all you listeners of the Turn One Scoop, and welcome back. Uh, I am Big Boy One, and today we also have Big Boy Two, who is uh, out somewhere today. Yes, I, me, the biggest of boys. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this intro? Okay, okay, okay. What? I, the biggest boy number two, am somewhere today. Where, That's where very are you? crowded. <laughs> very crowded, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's super crowded. And also, for some reason, it's very high. That has nothing to do with the episode, but it has something to do with where I am. But... Yeah, it's 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 pretty. Everybody's doing trading. Everybody's hanging out. Um, pretty nice space. A lot of commerce going on. Have any idea where I am, Michelle? Well, you know, I don't have all the magic knowledge you do, Pablo. Uh, the only thing that I can guess is Command Tower because it's a tower, but there's no commerce going on there. What is I it, mean, Pablo? We're exchanging <laughs> life totals in the command tower. Ha! I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> uh, jokes. Um, no, today I am in the land high market. That is the clue oh. for the episode today. Um, I don't know if there are like more fitting cards for today's episode, but high market was the one that came to mind first for me, and that's that what sense. I ran with. Yeah. Because do you know what today's episode is, Michelle? Uh, I do know what today's episode is, Pablo. Oh, yeah? Uh, w- w- yeah? What is it? What is it, then? Today, we're going to talk about playing at your local game store. Oh, what? But can't I not do that anymore? Well, uh... At the time of this recording, COVID vaccines have been going out, so technically you can, but you still want to be safe. Wear your mask at all times still. Oh, uh, nice. And uh, don't don't take it off. <laughs> Keeping it topical. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, not that this is only for COVID reference either, by the way. Uh, this is just uh, going back to your LGS or going to your LGS for the first time. Um, mm. If it, other than this like weird preamble that we had, um, if if this was say 2019 or something, most of this uh, advice will just just apply. It'll always just apply. For the context, most of us are just coming back to our LGSs for the first time uh, because of COVID. If you are just going to your LGS for the first time ever for something else, like maybe you're a time traveler and you went. <laughs> three years back into the yeah. past, who also <laughs> cares about magic, but have never gone to an LGS before. Uh, what a specific example. <laughs> I, I mean, look, man, you you figured out time travel, so you can do whatever the fuck you want. Obviously, like, nothing matters to you anymore. Live your best life. The first thing you do is just to go to an LGS store three years ago. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, how... The time traveler is can just do whatever the fuck now, you know. That, that, you know what? Enjoying I'm not life. Judge. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, also, some of these are just really good tips. Maybe you've never. I mean, maybe you're an enfranchised player. You've gone to LGSs like for decades and decades, but for whatever reason, some of these things just might have never occurred to you before, and it'll help you out. So hopefully. Uh, we'll give you all some good information today, okay? Yeah! Okay. Well, Pablo, today you are the 
professional because as of this recording, I've only been to a game store officially like once. Officially, <laughs> so. officially, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. So officially, Michelle has gone to this game store uh, once because we're only counting either EDH nights or FNMs. Be- yes. Because any other day, you know, like nobody's fucking there. <laughs> <laughs> for or, for most know, game stores, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been to um, like a card shop and a local game store to to buy cards, but I've mm-hmm. never actually been there to to play Magic. Yeah, and you know, from what I hear, that's what most of these places are for. <laughs> that, that's true. Fifty fifty buying, fifty fifty playing. So you know, good stuff. All right, Michelle. Since I'm gonna be, you know. Well, I mean, we we were both there, so you can give the uh, perspective from a new player's standpoint. Uh huh. You can you can do the topic. And so I guess a good place to start is uh, you know what to do before you I guess get to the lo- local game store or just kind of you know as you're getting there, uh, the pregame essentially. Well, one thing that I have always done, whatever game store it is, uh, if it's a new game store for me whether it was back when I was just starting to get into Magic, or even now, I call the shop and ask, what days are y'all's EDH uh, nights? (laughs) Or do you guys even have Magic or EDH (laughs) games at all? Because you never know, man. Like, Pokemon had a booming resurgence. I doubt that anyone is playing it, but, you know, there might be the odd card shop where where it's gotten so saturated that people are actually, like, filling up the tables for Pokemon again. It's just Pokemon night. Fuck magic. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, save us Post Malone. Make us relevant, please. uh, Look, I'm pretty sure that magic is as relevant as it can be, okay? Oh, it can always be more relevant. Posty, posty. (laughs) Anyway, um, so yeah, that's that's something that you can always um, check into. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, imagine, Michelle, if you go to a local game store and it actually is Yu-Gi-Oh! night and you're decked out in, like, all this magic gear. I would be very embarrassed. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, uh, I- I'm taking a look at your cards and totally not in to play anything. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <And> then- man. <laughs> And walk out with a card that I totally didn't need. Oh God! Well, out of curiosity, what would your go-to staple uh, for like pretend buying be if you had to, if you were forced into that awkward situation? Hey, do you guys have a counter spell that I can buy? Oh my God! Oh, you're disgusting. That's your go-to. I mean, it, it's a common enough card, right? Like people know what it is. Uh, chances are they'll probably have it, and you can never have too many counter spells. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, that's that's true. That's fair. I don't know. I thought you'd be saying something like Black Blader, you know, because you know Black Blade's a funny card. But no, counter I mean, spell you know is very like you. Black Blade would have been my second. Choice. <laughs> okay, good. At least I still know you. That's good. That's good. <laughs> well. That that's good. So I, I guess it's a good thing to call the card shop ahead of time, or I guess if you frequent it, frequent it um, enough, you know, maybe ask the uh, employees there. It's like, hey, when do you guys do magic? Because mm-hmm. there are some like the the most obvious day is always going to be Friday because Friday night magic works out. But it, mm-hmm. it's, you know, to some people it never occurred to hey, you guys have an EDH day, or is there a day where 
uh, EDH players play the ones that can't uh, make it to Friday night because I've there I have visited three three uh, game stores where it was basically some people just work the night shift or just work weekends they can't make it for the Friday and this is the day they all sort of decided to play so you know always good to know another thing that you should ask about and this is actually something that was uh, relevant to what happened when we went to uh, our local game uh, game store our little excursion is asking what the food policy is (coughs) oh god (laughs) See, like the food policy is: did do you bring food in? Uh, are you practiced in the Heimlich maneuver? If you guys do allow, I was about to say, I was about to speak on the topic, but I choked on myself. Okay. I was gonna say, like, you, you know, um, if my friend is choking on a hot dog, will you guys be able to do anything? I mean, hopefully they would, okay. uh, but otherwise, really, you should just ask what what if food is even allowed in there, because when we went, uh, as it turns out, you're not allowed to eat in the game store, which, which makes sense, you know, a lot of cards, a lot of paper going on, you spill anything, it'd be bad news bears. Yep, and um, some places do allow food, or some places are so very strict about food, because... Um, what Michelle and I ended up doing, we door dashed some food and, uh, you know, the, the door dasher came in and dropped off the, the chicken and we just hid it under the table. We wrapped it up so the smell wouldn't go everywhere. Some places won't even allow that. So if that was the case, we would have had to, uh, leave it in the car and it was, uh, not freezing, Uh but it was very rainy and cold outside. So if we had to stay in while we finished up our game by the time we finished up and then got outside like we'd we'd have very cold chicken and that was delicious ass chicken that would not have been the same that if it was, uh, that would have been you know i mean i think that it still would have been pretty good cold anyway because it was still pretty bomb ass chicken but dude i don't know the waffles would have been miserable Ah, uh, I guess. I mean, waffles are just waffles. Oh, man, wow. <laughs> we have different opinions about that. Oh, look, look. <laughs> waffles are totally delicious, and uh, they're significantly better than pancakes, first off. Okay, but... all right, fair, fair, fair. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> but at, after the crunch goes away, it, it, it all just becomes, like, cake or bread. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's all, all right, the same fair. to me. Um... <laughs> So there, there you go. Find out how strict their uh, food policy is. There are also other considerations for knowing the food policy, say, if they do Mm -hmm. allow food, uh, such as uh, what concerns would those bring up, uh, do you think, Michelle? Well, I I did mention this a little bit earlier, but spilling your food uh, is always kind of a big scary because, you know, uh, while a lot of people will have their decks sleeved, it's still not nice to know that, oh no, all of my soda or all of my water has just spilled on my playmat and all of these cards, and it's like, yikes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So, I mean, this is a weird thing to think about, but this is, we're gonna sprinkle in some very good tips well, I consider them good for very mm-hmm. common situations uh, all throughout this episode. And this is going to be our first one. If you know that your local game store is very food friendly, maybe they serve food themselves or they uh, allow outside food, 
the food thing, it's it's one thing. It, the thing that you have to worry about is drinks. So if you know that it's a very drink-friendly place and maybe it's next to a gas station or something and they have big slurps everywhere or maybe the store itself is selling these big slurps, what you can do is normally people sleeve their cards with the uh, top side of the card facing the opening, right? Yes. And they're double-sleeved most of the time. Uh, Double-sleeving usually protects the cards from spills, but it doesn't protect it if it's a complete drenching. What you can do, actually, is uh, still double-sleeve, of course, but sleeve the card the other way around so that the bottom edge of the protector, say if you were looking at uh, an Ultra Pro sleeve where the Mm -hmm. hologram is, you put that on the top of the card and you know sleeve the uh, inner sleeve backwards and put it in that way if the uh, drink is being spilled towards you instead of coming from you because like look if you spill a drink that's your own fault and drench your cards because you know we're not we're not taking into account you being the fuck up we're talking about other people being the fuck up yeah if somebody spills their drink that way It'll take more time for the drink to go around the card and up the sleeve rather than just going like this completely thing. like in it without yeah. any. So I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing to think about. But if you start sleeving it that way, first off, n- no game store will care. S- second off, uh, on, on the on the off chance that the the miserable thing does ever happen to you, at least all you have to worry about is replacing your playmat and not your cards, too. Eh, well, I mean, chances are, if it's just, like, water, just, just dry it off. If it's soda... Uh, can you put playmats in the washer, Pablo? Uh, yes, but don't put them in the dryer. Uh, well, here, if if it's if it's a rubberized playmat, never, never in the dryer. If it's uh, a cloth playmat, I guess it just depends, like, how... How how froggy you're feeling? How lucky ah, you think you are? <laughs> oh so I, I guess uh, assuming if you just put it in the washer, wash it on cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's it, it's it's just the dryer that really matters. So you know, don't worry about it too much. Okay, well that's one thing. What's another thing, Pablo? Teach me. Teach you? <laughs> well, uh, how about you teach yourself, Michelle? What oh. was the most facilitating thing that was there in the LGS uh, that you had that helped you play like or find the game the easiest? Ah, well, I had you, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As a friend. I, I see where you're getting at here. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And did that help you out uh, with finding games, etc., Michelle? Yeah. Uh, definitely. I feel like if I went alone, I probably would have been a little bit too nervous to be like, hey, can I, uh, jump it on a game? <laughs> or maybe just, just not play it all, honestly. Uh, oh. but, <laughs> hey, you know, this is why you go with a friend, right? And so, if you're, I guess, just starting off and you're feeling nervous, bring along a friend who, who has a little bit of experience playing some magic, or I guess who, who just likes magic, and the two of you guys can, if, if not find a game, at least play with yourselves, you know? Yep. It just makes things so much easier when you're with a friend. Like, first off, it takes you 
approximately half the time to find the game because you know you already have half a pod with you mm-hmm. second y- y'all can flex on some friendless losers be like <laughs> where's your social acumen bro <laughs> oh man no 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 no, 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 no. Uh, no i don't know who would do that but <laughs> um yeah having a friend there is just it's a good security blanket and it's not like we're trying to prove a point to ourselves it's not like you know, in debate class or public speaking where teachers like, you have to go up to the podium in front of everybody. Like, it's, it's, it's a game. Do what makes you comfortable. A friend will help that along very well. Even if it's a friend that doesn't, like, um, is as big of a noob as you mm-hmm. or uh, just as nervous because it's still somebody you can commiserate with, right? Yeah, it adds a little bit of camaraderie. It's it's like going into a scary situation is is much scarier when you're at it alone versus when you bring someone else, even if they too have no idea what's going on. But speaking of which, you did touch up on this, Michelle. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't find the game or you're waiting in between games, there is something that you have to consider when you're going to a magic store. Not magic store. Any trading card store, really. Uh, yeah. th- this 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 goes for any uh, trading card game, by the way, guys. If so, if you're out there playing uh, uh, flesh and blood, um, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's 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 a game. Um, most of this stuff will apply if you can find anybody to play with. <laughs> oh, oh no! Oh no! Oh, please, Pablo. <laughs> gotta bring it in! Gotta bring it in! <laughs> um. The thing that you should do is bring an activity that you might have that will while away the time. I'm actually going to rely on Michelle for this because not to, not to brag or anything, but I uh-huh. I never have a, uh, I never have <laughs> dead time when I go to the game store. I'm always oh, I, occupied. I Oh, I see. Well, okay, here's the thing. No bully, no bully. (laughs) When you say activity, do you mean like things like like other hobbies that you might like be be doing there, such as like drawing or or whatever it is? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Ah, I guess in that case, bring bring another thing to do with you, whether it be a notepad to draw. I imagine you can also goldfish with yourself while you're there just to practice some of your decks as well. Yep, yep, yep. The the biggest thing, Michelle, that you can always bring, is yeah, yeah, is a portable game thing. Oh, like a console, mm-hmm. like oh, a I mean, game console. I is that your speaking of? I, yes, yes, yes. I'm just, I'm just thinking about how the world has changed when the portable game system is the complete console as opposed oh. to <laughs> like it started out back in the day. I'm All sorry, right, I'm boomer. No, no, no. But yeah, it's just pretty weird that like, if you bring your Switch, which is the only thing really that you can that that's a that's a a portable gaming that, anything nowadays. That's true. Like that's that's the entire console. But that's that's getting beside the point. Um, yeah. So if you're artistically inclined, like Michelle said, you know, bring a notepad or your drawing uh, tablet if you have it. Or you can bring a gaming thing, or you can read one of the many fine Magic the Gathering novels printed before 2007. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Oh, God. Okay, nerd. (laughs) Um, If if you can find uh, uh, a plane that you like, any of the novels are, are good. Like, if you're not looking for, like, you know... 
the freaking Beowulf style literary uh, significance. Like, it's 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 always fun to see more of the plane. Like, oh wow, so that's what Essica makes in her spare time. Oh, I didn't know she knitted or uh, whatever. I assume. I all right. Speaking of which, you can you can bring some yarn and, and some this cables is, and yes, knit. You get yourself some yourself. knitting crochet do all that stuff i mean also you you don't have to you just read any book uh, yeah. <laughs> uh but i mean it seems like you can just bring uh, a variety of other activities to do while you're just waiting around mm-hmm. all right so those are um i wouldn't say nebulous because they're pretty you know they're, they're pretty checklisty things that we're going through but now let's go through actual checklist stuff uh oh. what you bring for magic and I turn this to you, Michelle. What kind of stuff do you usually bring when you go to a game store? Or should, well, actually, I should say. I feel like the most obvious thing is to probably bring your deck uh, or your multiple decks. Uh, you never know how long you're staying there. And so you never know what decks you might want to play while you're there, right? And so if you're bringing your decks, you also want to make sure if you have a playmat to bring uh, a playmat. Uh, and if you have dice, bring, bring, them, bring them dice. Expounding on these three things, if you have multiple decks, uh, try to have a mid-power deck and a low-power deck if you only have two. Um, Just cover that spread. Uh, You don't have to have a CEDH deck because, like, come on, who the fuck is a millionaire? I I guess a couple of people, but (laughs) (laughs) but probably not you, (laughs) unless you are, which in that case... um, we're going to start up a Patreon and a Ko-Fi, so... <laughs> and, and, yeah, maybe maybe you can help us out here, but... Uh... <laughs> Sponsor! Sponsors! Um, <laughs> yes, so... So, um, you know, the mid-level deck and a lower-powered deck, if if nothing else, you can always just get a regular pre-con, and that should cover any uh, low-powered uh, needs that you need. Uh, Playmat, now... Some people are vehemently against having playmats. Not maybe not vehemently, but they really? have like nah nah nah. I, I'm exaggerating, but some people are, are just like they don't care about playmats at all. Like huh. they they just do not think of them. They don't, you know. Now for you, the player, one thing that the playmat guarantees is real estate at a table. You when you have a playmat guarantees at least you'll have uh four rows of card space and i don't know i don't know how you uh, wide usually these uh playmats are but you know at least you'll have some space uh, the people on the other side of the table um probably not going to be happening anytime soon because of uh covid uh, social distancing is still pretty in effect in a lot of places but mm-hmm. you know if 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 you live in somewhere that uh has like a high population of uh vaccinations and you're vaccinated yourself you don't care they won't be edging in elbowing putting their crap on top of your playmat it it guarantees you a spot when you have a playmat that is true uh but also it it just kind of feels nice that you're you're putting your cards on top of a service that you know is probably clean uh versus on a table which who knows who knows what may be on that table. Oh, yeah, that's right. And if you are one of those millionaires with CDH cards, you don't want, like, your Gaia's cradle to be all grodied up with, like, boogers and junk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, one, one thing to think about is 
bringing a spare playmat, just like a junky $5 playmat that maybe you got at a Magic Fest or something, just in case you ever meet up with those weirdos who don't like playing on playmats. Not, excuse me, not that they don't like playing on, uh, on playmats, that they, they just never think about playing on playmats, because... It it just it just unifies the table a little more. You can tell which cards are actually being played or which is just like somebody opened a booster pack to the side and there's just like crap all over like um it 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 defines what the battleground is. Yeah, and it usually helps make it less cluttered too. And so that's always just nice for the eyes. Oh yeah. Oh hey, check it out. And if you have a playmat that you like, or, you know, has a picture on, at least you'll always have something nice to look at. This is true! <laughs> um, um, the potential chance that, you know, everything else around is, is not very nice. Yep. Um, if you, if you uh, are, si are sick and tired of looking at Goku Weeaboo's fifth <laughs> playmat <What>? of anime <laughs> titty girls, like, at least you can look down at your... <laughs> Superior Western, uh, <laughs> Western Teza Karlov titty girl. Ha. <laughs> it seems like uh, this is a personal issue for you, Pablo. Oh no, it's not. Uh, <laughs> my 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 favorite playmats are actually the uh, the uh, legendary story command zone soul ring playmat that everybody ah. in, in, in our, our play group knows about, and. Uh, my second favorite is uh, the Ikoria promo monster because he, he just has like a big shit-eating grin. I, I love that. Oh god, I love this motherfucker is, like oh, you wouldn't oh, believe. I know what you're talking about. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's your I'm a yeah, troll playmat. It's it's the playmat that I play my Will and Rowan deck on. It's it's pretty. Funny. Oh. Hey man, do you like Storm? <laughs> I love Storm. How'd you know? Oh, I guess you're the wrong person to ask. Never mind. Uh, okay. Uh, how about you, Michelle? You got any playmats that you like? I only have three playmats. Uh, only one of... Actually, I, I didn't buy any of these three playmats. Not a single one, so really? I, wow. No, because my first playmat Harry bought for me... Uh, I don't remember the occasion, but Harry bought me my first playmat, and it's very pretty because it's got all these little paint splashes on it, and it's very artsy-fartsy, and I'm like, yes, this speaks to me. And so that's really nice, and I guess that would be my favorite one because it's my first one, it just looks nice. And then uh, my second one I got from a friend for Christmas, and it's a playmat of Okami, like the video game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I thought, I thought all of game. those playmats were playmats that you bought. No, I've not bought a single playback. Wow. Simp City <laughs> over there. I'm kidding. <laughs> wow. I'm kidding. Wow, Pablo. And then the last playback you got me also for Christmas, <laughs> which is, I think, uh, the Dreamweaver Sphinx? A Dream Trawler. Dream Trawler. Dream something Sphinx. Yeah. Those dream, dreamy Sphinxes for my Sphinxy babies. Yeah, I, it's not Simp City because like, I'm, I'm one third of the, of the population of that city <laughs> then. Oh, uh, Jesus. Okay, so yeah, oh, there you Pablo. go. Uh, that yeah. surprised me. I did not know that you did not buy a single playmat. What playmat would you buy if you had to uh, had to buy one? Like, let's say, you know, you just... You just... Uh, I don't know. I'd have to come across one that I really like. I mean, there, there are some that I really like, but I I have three playmats, so it's like, do I need to buy another one? Like, if I come, if we go to, like, a, a magic fest or something, and I come across a fucking beautiful 
a full play mat, then I'll I'll do it. Well, I'm just saying, you know, there are four players in in EDH, Michelle. And what if you meet those four weirdos who don't like playing with play mats? Like, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> then I guess one of them just fucked. <laughs> no, no, we'll, we'll get you to that. Uh, we'll get you to that, that last magic play fest. Mat. Yeah, we'll get you to that uh, last oh, play the, mat yes. and magic yes. fest. Um, and what was the last thing that we were talking about? Like basic stuff is dice, uh, right? Yes, dice. That's also something that like I can't force anyone to buy anything other than uh, the the notion of of hey you uh, you've probably spent money to buy an EDH deck. That's like the one precursor that I would say hey we, we you and you and I Michelle can demand <laughs> of our audience is <laughs> like you, buy a deck <laughs> um, or have someone made make it for you i guess i don't know well, just in, in any case just, just have that that's that's the one material possession that you should have period um but this is like as strongly as i can suggest that you can have without telling you to buy one well i know i'm telling you to buy one i'm just not saying i'm forcing you to buy one um yes just buy a little uh ten dollar cube of dice it just makes your life so much easier it, it is it's I don't know. I don't know what to say to people. Like, okay, if you're if 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 you have financial situations, sure, like that's that's always understandable. But if you are just somebody who's never thought about buying a, a cube of dice, just maybe think about it now. I mean, dice. It's just always nice to have dice and magic for um, counters, for tokens, for just rolling the dice like a coin, like oh, evens yeah, and odds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, spin downs for counting life and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of different ways you can use dice and magic. And, and, you know, chances are if you buy a set of dice, you'll be fairly, I, I hope you'll be fairly happy with them because you'll be using them. Yeah, it's it's an investment in the game that you like, I mean, it, it'll save you a lot of anguish. Um, but this is a good segue because Michelle was talking about tokens and counters. It's time for, yeah. uh, it's time for our secret, uh, second secret little tip. Oh yes. Buy yourself a pack of index cards and you know, a, a Sharpie or whatever. Um, because I guarantee you, you'll always come across a situation where no matter how prepared you are, there's going to be somebody who's going to ask for a token that they don't have, or even you are like given a token that you never would have um, thought of getting. Because, uh, come on, how many of us actually have the Amphin Mutineer Salamander token? I, I mean... That, that's true. That's that's just that's just a weird one to have, but it's all, it's <laughs> it's never on the person who Amphin mutineers to care about that. It's 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 on you. Ah, well, you know, if you have an index card, you don't need any specific tokens because you can just write down the specific token and you'll be all set. Exactly. And plus on index cards, you can be I mean, there's always the people who are artistic and doodle and make it all nice and pretty. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> Please. <laughs> um, but if you have a token that needs a little bit more um, substance to it, uh, needs a little bit more text, uh, say somebody uh, copied exactly a creature that's already out in the field instead of like making a 1-1 goblin, say, you can just 
jot down notes on the index card to remind you what the fuck is happening on your field. Because the thing is, like, what was I saying? A lot of people just fucking forget what the token is if they don't have anything ready. Or if they have a token that they like and it's nice, they're not going to write on it. <laughs> like, you, you yeah. see a lot of... Co- uh, the Wizards has been really good lately about making these blank copy tokens. Uh, but first off, you're going to run out of those. Second, if it's like the actual copy copy token, you're not going to write on those either. I mean, they're also nice magic cards. It's like, yeah. uh, you know. But an index card, you get like, what is it, 100, maybe 200 in a pack? Mm. Maybe even 300? Mm. You just get so many in a pack. Yep. And they're cheap as fuck. And they're cheap as fuck. Like they're they're right at, at the Walgreens across the street from the uh, from the game store. Why not? Plus, a lot of these index cards um, are actually big enough that you can fold in half and then have two index cards to make two tokens out of. Oh my God! Double the profit. Yeah, it's just. Uh, Bring index cards. Some people are going to be hopping into the LGS with their super cool infinity dry erase tokens. But you know fucking what? (laughs) How many of those do they have? Do they have 500? I don't think so. What if you need 500 tokens all at one time, okay? Yeah, yeah. Well, show me what the fuck your infinity token is going to do there. I'm over here shuffling my my fucking index card. Uh, Jesus. And then, uh, if anything, if it's not for tokens, uh, just jotting down general not um, general uh, notes and stuff. Uh, always, always nice. What if you have like you know a stalking Leonin and you have to secretly <laughs> pick a player? Yeah, that I did not think of that. Uh, for me, it was uh, things along the lines of like um, upkeep triggers or etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. You can just lay an index card on top of your deck. Some people put like uh, coins and dice and junk, but like. A lot of the times, you can also still fucking forget what the fuck those dice and coins were on the top of your deck if you just have a shitload of upkeep triggers. Index card, it's just written right there. Uh, ah, yes, I have to sacrifice all of my fairies. It's like Great. Step one, step two, step three, yep. and then profit. Well, I mean, in my example, I'm losing, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. At at least I'm not (laughs) cheating. (laughs) (laughs) And so a little little pro tip. Uh, Index cards are always nice. If not index cards, maybe little stick-it notes or something. Uh, Just in general, something to, to... jot down and use as tokens. Mm -hmm, Yeah, but but mostly index cards because, um, you know, uh, other scraps of paper, the, 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 the worst thing is they fly away. Um, but at least if it's an index card, you know that anything that can knock over an index card was probably going to knock over all of your other cards anyway, so, you know. That's true. You, you should have moved from... You picked a really shitty spot to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, maybe you just want to play Magic outdoors, okay? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, the sun in my face. I don't need a store. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, apart from our secret tech tip, Pablo, what what else do you do when you're looking for a game? Um, let's see. Oh yeah, we're moving right along uh, to the looking for a game part of our podcast today. <laughs> I think this is a little tough one, because it, oh, yeah? it, it does depend on, on your courage. <laughs> And I know that's a little hard for some people. It always well, is, and I'm yeah. very sympathetic to that. Um, 
some things that you can always try to do is if if you're fortunate enough to have a very friendly local game store, which they most of the time are, call ahead from the comfort of your own home. Uh, I know that that's where well, most people feel the mo- most comfortable and safe at. So at least uh, it, you'll be in the, the safest mindset you'll ever be <laughs> to ask for this. Call your local game store, say, hey, um, I, I blah, 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 I'd like to play a game, etc. Do you guys know who I should ask? Uh, at the store, is there some uh, uh, old old head that's you know very friendly and blah blah blah? Oh, like, is there somebody I, I should look out for to to play with, or are there like certain things that help me play when I'm there? Um, usually, very helpful. It, it is a little it is a little daunting to even pick up that phone, but you know anything that helps you out. That's for outside of the store. When you're in the store. Um, I don't know, Michelle. I have a couple of things I I can think of, but what about you? What what would you do if you were in uh, the game store just by yourself, uh, thinking about getting into a game? Well, I guess if it's just me and I'm in the mood and I'm feeling gutsy, uh, if uh, a pot is already in a game, I probably just go up and ask, "Hey, are you guys doing a game too?" And if you are. Can I jump in? <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Asking for a game in progress, um, that is a good strategy. Usually you'll be able to <laughs> gauge <laughs> how, how these these guys will be playing or how you'll be meshing with them afterwards. And, but, you know, don't don't metagame, by the way, if you're doing this. But just just, just figure out whether it's, it's, it's not going to be too taxing for you to, to be playing with these guys or asking them yeah. again. Um, that's a really good one. Uh, unfortunately, it does all boil down to <laughs> to um a little bit your your own um, gumption to get in the game. Uh, yeah. The one thing I will say is that hey, you made it to the game store. You're almost there. It's just a couple more feet and a couple more sentences. And you're gonna live out that EDH dream of yours <laughs> of dying to scoot swarm. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if you don't have the courage to to up and ask someone, I can imagine if you just kind of sit there hanging out, uh, eventually someone might just come to you and ask you for a game. Uh, and that right? is nope. That is exactly what happens. <laughs> um, you know, just set yourself up, put your playmat down. Uh, send like put out these this big ass tower of your cards because um if anybody is playing standard in 2021 ha! Uh, excuse me standard is still alive it's just professional standard that's floundering uh but um no one will ever mistake uh, an EDH deck for anything other an, than an EDH deck, which is why it's yeah. a good thing to have the playmat, by the way, because it also gives you even more of a visual signifier like, hey, I'm ready to play, and this is my format. My playmat shows that I'm ready to play, and this like blob of cards tells you Big exactly what dick. I'm going to be playing. Yeah. Heckin' yeah. And so, uh, if anything, you can just kind of hang out there. Uh, and wait for someone else to come up to you. I mean, if you're not, if you're feeling too shy, other people are definitely not too shy, and they'll come up to you. 
Yep, yep, yep. That's that. Yeah, I'll, I'll let them come to you. Wh why do you have to do all the work? You're already here. You ha you spend your brain power and energy on beating these fools, all right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do that. <laughs> um, some of the other tactics I've used in the past when I'm 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 pretty shameless. So I mean, look, if 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 you're kind of like weird and don't think at all. Of any, if, if you're scared of talking to people but think of nothing about deprecating yourself outside of that like one of the things I used to do was uh, buy those boxes not that I ever had a problem with like going up to people and asking but there were some days where I just didn't feel like moving from my spot so uh, those thousand card towers deck boxes that people have I, I keep draft chaff and like uh draft lands in those so they're pretty weighted down i i, I wrote on them and this is a looking for edh game here and it's just you know oh you literally make a sign yeah i literally made a sign because i just did not feel like i i was feeling that whole i do not give a shit i don't want to walk over there i don't want you to confuse me for a modern player look at this thing it's very big and imposing. You can pretty much figure out what my deal is. <laughs> well, you know, I guess, I guess that makes sense now that I see. I have seen this box with the text. It's like <laughs> with uh, your what, what was it that you wrote? Are you looking for EDH games or some shit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's super beat up now and it's a lot more faded out. But it, back when it was vibrant and young. And all of its edges were sharp. Uh, it was very uh, eye-catching and got me some games. It was, it was nice. Hey, well, there you go. Make yourself a sign. Uh, that'll that'll work. Uh, I guess uh, this is something that we did when we were there. Just ask people as they walk in. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, this is, you know, if you're... If you're um, I guess this is a secret tip. Get a chair really close to the entrance... <laughs> and just just harass people as they come in. <laughs> it's like, hey, you want to play a game of EDH? And chances are, you know, uh, they'll be friendly. Yep. <laughs> hopefully, maybe. And uh, you know, hopefully they'll think that you're friendly because you're you're like, hey, you want to play a friendly game of EDH? Mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, that's 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 pretty good actually. <laughs> Watch the doors. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Oh, by the way, um, if you do uh, find, uh, I guess we're segueing into the next section of this. If you do find uh, somebody to play with and you're doing the whole, uh, let's see if this play group is going to scatter and then just jump in with somebody who's already like just setting up and staying there, uh, don't move too far away because, you know, you already said you were going to play with them. So why, mm -hmm. why, why move? Um <clears throat> Yeah, don't don't go go way too far, cause that's that's is just polite. Yeah, uh, I mean that makes sense. It's like the whole thing we were talking about in the previous episode. Uh, this is uh, EDH etiquette. Don't I guess don't leave the table if you've already promised a game. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, um, let's move on to when you are playing uh, a game and. Uh, Presumably, this is still, you know, first experiences, etc., whatever. Mm -hmm. One thing... Oh, uh, this is something I just want to say in case you did... Uh, in case you did go with a friend. If you are playing with a friend, 
um, which is something that I wish we uh, had done in, in our games, Michelle. Make yeah. sure that you're sitting diagonal from each other, uh, facing away from each other, but diagonal spaces. Um, oh, is that... Is- what does that do for, I guess, the pod and for the other people? That makes it so that, I mean, we're friends already. We don't need to worry too much about our own interactions. Um, but if we spread out a little, that means it's easier for you to talk to uh, both of the new people rather than the one person that you're intimately uh, familiar with. Oh, a social tactic. I exactly, see. exactly. You'll either be looking right in front of them, or they're just right next to your side. I mean, I know that the distance isn't too crazy when you're talking about diagonals, but uh, actually, in the days now of of social distancing and COVID, uh, COVID, the person that you'll have the most trouble interacting with will always be the one in a diagonal with you. If you're in a store that like maintains three three feet distance or two feet distance apart from all the players. Um, or have the plexiglass wall stuff, the person that you are diagonal with will have the most interference to interact with or to talk to whenever you're playing. So it's always better to have that person be the one that you know you have no problems with or, like, can read easily rather than the two strangers that you just uh, sat down with. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Uh, If anything, too, it kind of helps everybody to kind of uh, play with each other. Uh, instead of just kind of, uh, oh, I'm sitting in front of my friend and they're sitting in front of their friends and they're having their own conversations, we're having our own conversations. Like, we're playing a game, but it's not kind of a... We're not all in the game together, you know? Yeah, that's right. You you get to be a little bit too clicky if you... I mean, <laughs> clicks of two. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I, I also know, Michelle, that you faced that problem with the second game that you were playing with, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Uh, which I guess I don't know. If we're we're gonna talk about it now, or we're gonna talk, talk uh, we'll, about it. At we'll, the we'll end. talk about it later. Um, but yeah, yeah you know, um, basically the two people were just in their own little world. This is true. They were they're um they seemed to be very close friends, and so they were just playing with each other, and was like yeah 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 yeah, and I'm like they they seem like nice friends. I'm just gonna sit here and. And watch. <laughs> yeah, um, and unfortunately, that watching turned into a uh, binge marathon on Netflix because <laughs> you know, some people just uh, aren't gonna interact with you as well as you'd hope uh, if they yeah. don't have a reason to. So that, it, that's true, but that's just something that you kind of expect when you're out. Yeah. Socializing normally anyway. Right. Uh, so put yourself in situations where you have a better chance of socializing, etc., etc. And plus, uh, you might make some new friends too, so that's always a nice thing. Yeah, exactly. Be a, be a card shark, always there at the game store. Um, anyway, okay, so yeah. uh, I, I wasn't expecting us to, to go that deep into seating placement, but it, it, it's something <laughs> to think about. It was also one of our little secret tech things um, for this section. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to um, more normal <laughs> things when you're during a, a game. Um, uh-huh. Let's see here. So, Michelle, you had uh, <laughs> ran the gamut here. Yeah. Temper your expectations always because it's never always going to be like 
the games that you see on YouTube. It's not even going to be like um, the chill games you see. You don't know what kind of games you're going to get into. I mean, that's just kind of the thing when you're playing with strangers. You don't know yeah. what that decks they have and you don't know what personalities they have. And so sometimes you play a really like uh, chill pod and the next pod all of a sudden someone's pulling out like a silver bordered unset card uh, as a commander and it's like oh this is what we're doing today okay <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> temper 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 your expectations you never know what you're gonna get when you're out in the wild uh, well, for one thing I do still believe that uh, playing uh, in a game store in the wild is is one of the nicest experiences you can get for EDH because the mindset is just constantly there. Like if if you have a nice play group at home, that's fine. But there's some, you know, there's there's some background baggage that that gets dealt in every time that happens. Like you you might be thinking about other things that are not related to it, or maybe mm-hmm. uh, you're distracted by things in your own house because like, well, it's it's my house. I I need to care about the things in here etc if you're at a game store you can focus on the game and that's supremely cool oh i see Uh, i've uh i've only been to a game store once and so maybe i'll be able to fully experience this once i'm more comfortable like in a in a shop Mm -hmm. um but you know that's that's uh I don't know what that has to do with tempering your expectations (laughs) but but it's 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 good to to I don't. I want to say lower your expectations either. You didn't. You didn't come in thinking that you were gonna have like a shitty time, right, uh, Michelle? You know what? I would say. I guess expect the unexpected. You know. Yeah. 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 Because, uh, you know, expect coming in to play an EDH game, but don't expect for that EDH game to to be just like a, a normally structured one all the time. Mm-hmm. Especially with um. You know, just <laughs> look, man. I would say. Always think that in any pod that you're going to go into, one of those people are going to be the 3 a.m. Walmart people. <laughs> the people of Walmart! <laughs> yeah, just just, just <laughs> one of them might turn out to be a uh, people of Walmart person. So, just, you know, that's actually, that's, I th- that's a pretty good rule to have, right? That, that's fair. Uh, and if you don't find uh, someone who is of of the people of Walmart, maybe you are the people of Walmart, you know. Oh no. Oh no. Look to your left, look to the right. If it's if it's not either, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um so that's pretty simple. Another thing that we can bring up is uh having patience. <laughs> so yeah. We brought it up in our <laughs> we brought it up in our uh, uh, etiquette episode uh, that you should hold yourself accountable for how long your turns are. Try not to go over ten minutes if you're in a stranger's anything, unless like there's a real there's a real reason to. Yeah. But also have patience when it's the other person who's taking that fucking thirty minute turn. Uh yeah. That I mean, like we already mentioned this in the in the um, etiquette episode, but I mean, of course, it, it it doesn't feel good when you're waiting for someone to to um, I guess play their turn, especially if it's a long turn. But sometimes it happens, and you probably don't want to make too big of a fuss about it. You know, it, it, it's just uh, if it happens, it happens. You just move on. Uh, some wrap up stuff: what to do post game for after every game. Um... 
depending on whether you like the people you played with, it's, uh, I, I don't know what to call this, Michelle. Like, it's not expected, but it's also not unwelcome. Like, it's... To, uh, like, ask for a game too, or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's... I, I don't know what this is called, where it's okay if you do, and it's really okay if you don't. It's 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 just it's just a thing that's accepted. I'll 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 say that it's it's an acceptable thing to ask for a game too with the people you uh, enjoyed playing with, and most of the time they will say yes. Um, so don't feel weird about asking for a game too. Um, yeah, that that that's all I really had to say about that. Just yeah. Don't don't feel uh, about weird for asking about game two. It is something that people do. You are not weird to ask for it. I didn't think it was too weird to ask. I mean, also don't don't feel uh, don't feel bad if they're like, nah, we just want to take a break or anything like that. I mean, they're people. They yeah. can take their breaks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, on the flip side, that's why I, w- I was saying that this is a weird, like, kind of non-issue that's also sort of an issue. If you don't want to play a game 2 and somebody asks you uh, to play a game 2, don't feel pressured. It's also completely acceptable to say no. I guess the main thing that I'm trying to point out here is asking for a game 2 happens a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. So no matter which outcome happens be okay with it. Pick the outcome that you actually want. Just know that this is a scenario that happens often in uh, games. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say no, okay? Yeah, yeah it's very okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sometimes you wish you said no before the game even started. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> For some games. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I mean, th- this is... This is true, Pablo. <laughs> yeah, <very> true. <laughs> Sometimes you just wonder where the hours went, and <laughs> it's like, oh, I've made a mistake, but I'm already in it. Because <laughs> that's one thing you just can't take it back. You just can't take it back when you're in it. Anyway, um, okay, so that's that's uh, one thing. Uh, another thing is check the time, depending on whether you're uh, just looking for that second game or just keeping uh, track of time in general, keep track of your time. Because if you are getting close to closing time for a store, maybe you whip out your, I don't want to say like most competitive deck, but whatever deck you know facilitates speed the most out of your decks. Yeah, I mean, or just not play another game if it's that late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's time to whip out your mono red or your gruel decks if it's if ah, it's yes. uh, forty minutes to closing time and you just you just kind of want one more game in but you you know uh, that's that's when you that's when you bring out Borborigmos or whatever just like all right guys <laughs> hate me out or die to me it's your choice <laughs> but whatever it is let's do it fast that's 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 fair uh, I guess also. If you're going with a friend or going with friends, you just want to make sure it's an even number of friends. That way you guys can kind of split off into twos. Because uh, while you can go in odd numbers, uh, finding a pod if you already have three people with like one stranger can be a little daunting for um, the one person who doesn't really know any of you guys. Oh man, yeah, you're right. Very, very, very pertinent. You are correct, Michelle. That is one of the things that... um you have to be conscientious of uh, 
don't make other people feel like you're unapproachable or too intimidating. Yeah. Uh, and don't it just feels kind of excludy if it's a, a a group of three and one stranger. I mean, you guys can can of course try to be as nice as you can, but it's it's a little easier if it's just uh two two people. Exactly. Like think about all of the mean girl movies that have ever played in <laughs> ever. Uh, you know, um, uh, Heather's uh, Clueless. Not that they were mean, but you know, it, it was it was it was that kind of dynamic. Um, mean <laughs> Girls, the movie itself. Mean people come in packs of three, so don't be oh, that, okay? I well, I mean, also there's a you know, uh, while you guys can be friendly, some you know, since you're in a, a bigger group with your friends, sometimes you'll just make a lot of insider jokes that might make the other person just feel like, oh, I don't really understand what's going on, so yeah, whatever, you yeah, know. Yeah, it's already weird enough when it's two people that do that constantly <laughs> imagine if it you're the you're the odd one out that's weird you're the fifth wheel while being the fourth person it's kind of weird a little bit and so uh just make sure you go in even numbers and you should generally be a-okay we're actually going to be doing an extended end of episode thing uh today where we're gonna talk more about uh our experiences outside of uh our episode um, but before ah, yes. that, yeah, yeah, it's story time. Everybody loves a story time, right? And if you don't, then we were very polite and saved it for the end. So if you want to jump off, hey, check it out. Uh, we're being conscientious of you. But, uh, but don't, don't jump off. Yeah, but don't jump off yet. There is one <laughs> last thing I do have to <laughs> Not yet, not yet. Uh, um, there is one last thing that uh, is on our notes that I actually really wanted to get to. Uh-huh especially now since there is social distancing in games if you have a uh, a deck that has steel effects or exile oh. effects etc there's now going to be like a weird gutter space in between all of the players for social distancing use that space to put all of the shit you stole from other people <laughs> so that you don't accidentally shuffle those in at the end of the game or that's uh, right yeah it's it's one thing to this is actually an old adage from uh, Warhammer. Uh, not I don't know if anybody here is you know big fan of Warhammer, Age of Sigmar, or 40k. Um, but you pick up your misses rather than your hits uh, because that way you're not stealing from somebody else's uh, anything. Like it's okay for it's much better for you to forget that you stole somebody's soul ring than actually <laughs> coming to the end of the game, shuffling their soul ring into your deck because, you know, you weren't thinking about it, and being an actual thief that stole somebody's stole soul ring. <laughs> Pretend stealing totally fine, but stealing in real life is a crime, kiddos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so don't, don't be a, the burglar. <laughs> don't be a burglar. Um, just... just, uh, just Take advantage of things that happen uh, in Magic. Um, so there you go. That is that's about all I wanted to cover for going to the LGS for either the first time or going back after your quarantine cave. Uh, let's talk about the actual experiences of going to uh, one recently. Uh, yes. And uh, this is actually more Michelle's lead because I I don't know this is an this this stuff is a normal experience for me so. Anything here is going to be through old jaded eyes. Not that I'm oh. jaded, by the way. I'm never jaded. Like, if you see me in a um, in a uh, uh, an LGS, I'm probably the person who's having the most fun out of anybody. And that's not like a... 
That's not a that's not like a brag or an exaggeration. I love fucking playing magic. This is true. Uh, well, I guess in that case, the well, Pablo. This week, I went to a local game store with no you. No way, with me. Because <laughs> 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 uh, oh, one, we figured I should probably actually to go to go play a game, an actual game at a local game store before we do the podcast about yeah. going to play at local game stores. Yeah, it seems like um, it's a, it's an experience that people should have, right? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good experience. I would totally do that again, uh, given that someone else come with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but make sure you never go with more than, uh, not never more, but make sure you go with an uh, even number of people. Yep, uh, but I had a great time. I think that our first game was a pretty solid game. And so with our first game, we, we harassed two people that like walked into the store. <laughs> we so, like, hey, you're looking for an EDH game? <laughs> Yeah, we we we're, we're putting we're putting uh, these are lessons learned through experience, y'all. This isn't theory. This isn't game craft. We absolutely practice what we preach. So harass people as soon as they come in, always. Uh, I mean, it was it was mostly you doing the harassing. I felt like uh, for for a good chunk of it, I just kind of sat there. I'm like, hi guys. Uh, oh man, I'm here playing a game. Oh Jesus, make me the villain, okay? <laughs> uh, there's nothing wrong. Look, look, look. There wasn't anything wrong with you asking politely for a game okay <laughs> it's like i feel like if it was me i would have just sat in there and like hmm yes what do i i guess i'll just walk up and ask for a game or maybe wait for someone to come up to me i don't know no then you would have employed the other uh tactic of laying out your playmat and putting out your edh deck oh if you have like a, a pre-con deck box not that you are playing a pre-con deck or anything just have that out too that actually like really makes it easy for people to understand that you're playing edh like as soon as they see the, a pre-con box they're gonna be like oh wow look you're playing edh i will play with you because it's one of the easiest things to to see as opposed to like a fucking game cardboard tower that you, you made a fucking sign ah. of <laughs> like some <laughs> people might think you're weird <laughs> uh, I, i'm sure i'm sure it, i mean it worked for you so i'm sure it'll work for everybody else okay <laughs> everybody else everybody else <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, what was it? If I remember correctly, it was two other guys uh, that came up and uh, I don't remember what decks they had, but they were very much so, we asked them and they're like, yeah, only if you're playing casual because we fucking suck. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, we're playing casual, please. I also want to play casual. I don't have a CDH deck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know... um. In our store, or in, in in the store that we went to, there is a um. So, <laughs> the most consistent people who always go to that store, um, a a, a majority of the regulars play CEDH. So, oh, like, I didn't realize this. <laughs> no, well, not 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 a majority, but the most stalwart people there are the are 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 some CEDH players. Like th that's more that's more that store's meta is is check to see who you're playing with cuz uh, chances are you it's very good that they might just fucking bop you if you're not ready. <laughs> um so so that's why they were asking. That's why they were asking. Um <laughs> that but, was good. <laughs> yeah, but I do remember the cards that they uh, played, or decks that they played. Uh, Vishkal and uh, Gisa. So that, that those, ah, were, yes, those were the decks right. we were playing against. 
I remember because Gisa was the commander that Donovan used to have before he changed it to Gisa and and, and Dur- Duralf. Yeah, yeah. Duralf, Duralf. <laughs> oh man, what a big switch that was! Oh, adding blue, huh? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> and uh, well, the game went on pretty smoothly, I'd say. I mean, I was playing Yenit, uh, because it's been a while since I've played Yenit's odd odd shenanigans or riddles or whatever, and you were playing uh, Tatiova. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because that's my go-to deck. That's my uh, comfort deck. <sighs> it isn't real. I mean, yeah, it sort of is my comfort deck, but my real comfort deck is Will and Rowan. <laughs> Nobody wants to fucking play Will and Rowan. <laughs> At least... Hey, guys, you playing casual? Yeah, I'm just playing Will and Rowan. <laughs> um, actually, no, here's the thing. People really do actually like playing Will and Rowan the first time they see them. Cause Is it because they don't know? Yes, Will and Rowan, uh, Kenrith, are one of the rarest commanders you can find, which is why I was <laughs> kind of playing them. Uh, well, they, they might not be so rare anymore because, you know, they, they just had their whole big um, yeah, uh, lore push and, you know, etc., etc. But be- before then, they were only in Battle Bond, um, and nobody really knew anything about them or how to play them. Uh, so they're always happy to see it once because, like, wow, how unique, how cool. I've never seen these two b- before. What a new experience. Like, 90% <laughs> of the time, that's what happened because nobody fucking plays Will and Rowan other than me. <laughs> um, and then. And then, and then they realize it's a very, very, very functional storm super friends deck it's one thing if it's a super friends deck it's another thing if it's a storm deck and once they see that (laughs) oh god it's a super friends storm deck well pain but you know i don't i don't remember playing against it and so maybe i will have the same experience but uh the game went pretty smoothly i mean uh they were pretty nice guys I remember us being fairly chill. They made a lot of jokes about you being a, a stupid Simic <laughs> Yeah, uh, that's player. true. Yeah, dude, um, sometimes I wonder if my friends think I make all of this shit up that I do. I don't. What do you mean? I, I really don't. Like the memes that I pull out sometimes for magic, like, haha, everybody hates Simic or whatever, right? Like, nah, dude, like, people really fuck. Out, oh. <laughs> out in the wild. I, everything I say is, is with, a sh- with, with, like, not a shred of experience, but, like, with a mountain of it. So, you know. Ah, I see. Well, I believed you to begin with, but it was, it was actually interesting to see people in real life. It's like, oh, I see. Simic Valley, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was a fun was game because um, it was the textbook fun EDH game. Textbook yeah. fun EDH game. Everybody there did a big play. There were like three big turnarounds or so, or one or like everybody had a chance to do a big turnaround. Um, Somebody was getting mana screwed. <laughs> it was just, ah. it was just a fun ass EDH game. I mean, it's fine. The person who was getting mana screwed ended up like fucking, <laughs> fucking destroying me. But whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's it's, it's one of those things that it's, there's a turnaround. Uh, highlights of the game, uh, Michelle. Do you have any that you want before I go into mine? Oh yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. Um, 
Well, no, actually, you should go first because because you got knocked out first. So <laughs> chronologically, <laughs> chronologically, your, your highlights would go before mine. <laughs> and so, okay, so uh, the guy that was getting mana screwed uh, eventually was able to play uh, one of the Soren Planeswalkers. I don't remember the name. Uh, Soren Markov, he... period. Oh, straight up Soren Markov, okay. <laughs> straight well, up, just Soren Markov. So, this is the Soren that if you uh, pay three, um, uh, the, the one where you get rid of three loyalty to bring a player's um, life down to ten, and so it's like, oh, he it comes out, and, and just before this, um, I think I had done something totally crazy. Mm, uh, no, your your board was just fucking stupid. <laughs> oh no, yes, my board was just really. But well, it's because it's because Yenit does her thing and yeah. she swings and then yeah. she brings out free things and most of my deck is odd cost. So it's like, hey, free thing, exactly. hey, free thing, yeah. hey, free thing. It's 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 not so much that uh, you did one great big stupid thing. It was just a, an accruement of like tiny little son of a bitch. Look at all these sphinxes for free. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You know, I wasn't upset because I just I thought it was really funny because if if you don't know my Yenit deck, uh, a good like seventy five percent of the time wins because of the same effect, right? And so uh, I bring out a magister magister swings, which essentially does the same thing. He uh, enters the battlefield and someone's life just turns to ten. <laughs> but, and so it's like, oh no! But <laughs> he bring it up this. Oh yeah, sorry. But the thing was, Michelle wasn't. <laughs> Michelle saw that and doubled down. She wasn't going to let herself be shown up. So what would you do after you got 10 to Michelle? Uh, so, like, so after I got 10, that sword was still out there. And so in my hand, uh, from the beginning of the game, I had blatant thievery. <laughs> and I was just waiting for a chance to be able to put it back on the top of my deck so I can free cast it. But at that moment, I was like, well, fuck this shit. I'm just going to, I'm literally just going to hard cast Blatant Thievery and steal this Soren along with like uh, the other dudes, like Mana Rock and your, I don't remember the creature, but it was the creature that let you play two lands per Azusa, turn. Azusa, yeah. You stole my, oh man, you fucking stole my Azusa. Uh, you know what? That, that was fine because I was also getting mana screwed. <laughs> In my Tatiova deck, 44 lands in there, and I was getting fucking mana screwed. I I was paying 5 mana to do one fucking ramp effect. That's how hard up I was, because like, I, um, I had the Merfolk Looter lady, so I was literally paying 2 to draw, and then casting whatever like Kodama's Reach I had there. I just fuck, Five mana for a land in a Tatiova deck. What was my life, dude? I mean, it was fine because by the end of it, you had all the land. Oh, that's and true. And then oh, people yeah. were like, hmm, no, but, but, but we're getting ahead. Screwed, we're, huh? we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead <laughs> of ourselves. That's yeah. true. So, uh, so I steal this dude's Soren, and I bring his loyalty back up to three. At least three, and then I um I hit him back with with the Soren, so we were both at ten life. Uh, and then very soon after, I'm pretty sure I, I pulled a tutor and I tutored up um <laughs> my Magister Sphinx, <laughs> and then I Magistered Bablo. 
<laughs> and I, he was also a 10 life. I don't know why you did that. My board state was trash, dude. Because you said, because you told me to do it, Pablo. Land. No, 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 Pablo. Because at the moment, I, I played it and, and I asked the table, so who's the scarier out of you two here? And yeah. Pablo, being the person he was, like, you should theoretically just target me because, um, uh, uh, no offense to you, buddy, but I'm strong, okay? Yeah, that's true. I <laughs> curse, curse my fucking honesty. <laughs> I, oh, well, I mean, that's the kind of guy I am, though. I didn't want... The, the, the dude was like... <laughs> so so the, 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 the other guy that uh, Michelle deemed unworthy to, to, to Magister Sphinx uh, had actually been making all of us discard our cards since the beginning of the game. So by the, oh, time, by the time that Michelle had Magister Sphinx out and was choosing targets, the guy only had like one card in hand. But I, you know, I was a Tatiova deck. I had four or something because, you know, it's, it's Simic trash. <laughs> <laughs> never no cards <laughs> never no cards um so like if it, the the proper threat assessment was me i i was the proper target it still didn't feel good because i was fucking like <laughs> i spent 15 mana on three goddamn lands michelle <laughs> well it was fine because i, I imagine there's things to you so i was already pretty happy by that by the the end of that game because it's like man you know what i magistered two people today and if i had come across another like a bounce uh, like i mean two or like my other soren <laughs> which i also have in this deck <laughs> i would have totally done it again all right uh, uh, but disgusting. at the end of the day <laughs> hey, hey 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 it works which <laughs> <It did. laughs> is why it i did. have it's why i have sword and magister Sphinx in there okay <laughs> and I ha I would have to hard cast Soren too. He costs six. He doesn't. He's not even like an odd cost card. But uh, uh, at the end of the the vampire player, he pulled out a blood artist, mm -hmm. and I think he board wiped. Oh yeah, no, that's that's exactly what he did. And then he totally just like killed me, and I'm like, well, I guess I'm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm outie, bro. Whoop. I'm outie, buddies. But it's okay because three people in that game got magistered. <laughs> One of them was you, but I go. I mean, I, this is true. But the joy of. Dude, I hate magister players. Uh, present company excluded, but also included. <laughs> what the hell, dude? You're 10 now, haha, <laughs> but I'm not dead yet. But you're a 10. Oh, I mean, you're right. <laughs> it's like it's like I played the I played the tutor and Pablo has his look at his face. He's like, "Oh. I know what she's going to do." Yeah. Um uh. <laughs> Funny shit. I wish what happened afterwards was funny. Because it was all just Simic trash after that, so... Okay, well, I guess, Pablo, what are, what are your highlights? <laughs> In that game specifically, uh, I played Boundless Realms. Was that the one that, like, drew you the ten land? Yeah. <laughs> such a good card. It's such a good card. So, you know, I was fucking mana manaless yeah so so i was i was pretty mana screwed and then all it takes to to fucking get back from that is is one boundless realms <laughs> by the way by the fucking way boundless realms i know it's a seven cost card uh but you're already in green so it shouldn't be too hard of an ask boundless realms is one of the most cost effective absolutely 
cost-effective ramp spells in the entire fucking game. I know it costs seven. I know it costs seven. But at the minimum of that seven, you get one land for one mana. Cultivate doesn't do that. Rampant Growth doesn't do that. Those weird fucking uh, Hydra ramp cards don't do that. Boundless Realms is the like just, just the most economical ramp spell in the entire fucking game because huh. that's it gets you one mana per land baseline baseline it will give you one land per mana that you spend into it so you after that anything after that is actually making it even more of a value like can you imagine if you own if you paid one mana and got three lands from your deck with man with no fucking just no repercussions like that's not like uh, yeah man that's true yeah uh, boundless realms fell out of favor it has not gotten weaker it has not gotten one iota fucking weaker i do not know why people do not run it it's still fucking strong as hell. You are in green. If this was like some black spell or some white spell, yeah, then you'd be like worrying about that seven cost. But you are in green. Play balance. And afterwards, realms. I mean, like afterwards, you will just be swimming, yeah. swimming in money. Okay. Oh my god. So you know what I did with that uh, twenty, that <laughs> twenty mana afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do, Pablo? <laughs> I drew like seventeen cards off of fucking uh Blue Sun Zenith and then after that equipped Black Blade onto Tapioba. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. <laughs> and, and the thing is like at that point one of the cause I've been drawing all these fucking cards, one of them was a rogue's passage in my in my Lands Matters deck, so I was like Alright, uh-huh. uh I got thirty five land on the field. Uh Here's a black blade. I, I, here's I, a rogue's passage. Here's a rogue's passage. Um, you die. <laughs> dude. And that's how I won the game, by the way. Uh, for real, dude, it's like at the very beginning of the game, you spend a good chunk of time. It's like, oh, God, my land, where is it? <laughs> look, look, think of it this way. If that had happened earlier, then... The game would have ended early. I don't know, dude. <laughs> I like lands. I mean, uh, have you ever ramped, Michelle? Have you ever? Have, uh, you ever, have you ever ramped? I have indeed ramped before, Pablo. <laughs> it's the best feeling in the world. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, that was our game ones. Um. <laughs> that was a pretty good game one. Uh, I get the feeling that I. Well, I don't know. Uh, at first, I was kind of concerned because I was doing pretty well. Uh, in that game, and like you know, one of the guys was of course mana screwed. So I was kind of I, I was feeling worried if like what we considered weak was not what they considered weak, and it's like oh no, what if we actually are strong? But we don't know. But but I'm like I was told it was totally fine. No no no. When when the, so so they did say like oh we, I I would have changed my decks if I knew those were the commanders. He was saying that because uh the decks that we had uh, Michelle and I had were very value based, very um old school traditional don't do anything till turn four decks uh he was just saying that he would have played a more aggressive deck if he kind of knew the people that we were or, or if he was like metagaming a little bit well you know he didn't so you know, it was all good um he couldn't have possibly known either i mean right like he basically he was just saying um 
man, if only I had pulled out one of my more aggro decks, I would have probably won. Uh, you know, just 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 hypotheticals, which is which is fine. I mean, that that's true, but it is what it is. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they didn't want to play a game two with us, uh, yeah. which was fine. Yeah, well, we got to eat some chicken, so who cares? That's true. Uh, that's some good ass chicken. <laughs> that was that was really good. You're right. I I didn't eat all day um that day yeah. <laughs> and we met up at like six so it was like it's six in the evening i'm like i don't know what the fuck i was doing not eating but uh that was some good ass chicken okay yeah, but uh, hey but i had been eating that day so i wasn't like like starving like you and let me tell you michelle as somebody who was mostly full that was still some fucking good ass chicken like i had no reason to want it more like you did and i still fucking enjoyed the hell out of that chicken dang what was the name of that chicken place pablo uh, urban chicken store. Oh, is it <laughs> urban chicken? Actually, you know, let me. Yeah. Let yeah. me. Uh, it, it's urban chicken something. Here. Yeah, but but we can we can we can we can talk about that later. <laughs> urban chicken land or whatever. Um. It's okay. We'll, we'll urban bird hot chicken. That that's that way worse. <laughs> that's way worse than the made up names I was giving. But if you're <laughs> if you're ever in Houston, uh, what was it? <laughs> what the fuck was it called? Urban bird hot chicken. That shit was really good. Oh my god, it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. Oh man. And they only they only needed two strips too. Like they were like I, I was worried when I saw the, the menu. I was like, oh yeah, we're only gonna give you two uh, tenders. I was like, oh. Well. At least they have the waffles Huge. there too. Huge. They were they were big man. You know, primo stuff. Also, we're an EDH podcast. <laughs> <laughs> So, so let's get back to the EDH. How is well? Oh, you know what? No, no. I want to save your your game for the last. So my game too. Okay. Um, we split off. Um, <laughs> there was nothing really to say about this game other than the fact that I was incidentally staxed by two people. Like I was just playing my my uh, Estrid deck. Um, Estrid is another one of my comfort decks because she just runs. She just she just runs like Tatiova. It's just you're playing shit on curve. You're drawing cards. You have answers. Maybe you don't have the most locked in tight win con, but you'll always play the most magic uh, out of any riskier decks. Uh, anyway, that mm. was the deck I was playing. One guy was pulling out Thalia's, so all of my non-creature spells were getting taxed. The other guy was pulling out, like, the golems that make non-artifact spells cost one more. So their two decks were, like, staxing in weird ways that, like, (laughs) one one person would only get, like, uh, half staxed by the other person. Like, so the, the artifact deck, like, oh, man... I guess all of my non-creature artifacts are going to be costing more. And the other guy was like, oh, man, I guess all of my non-artifact spells get um, to cost more. I was playing a fucking enchantment deck. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm over here like, man, it's so, it must be so fucking hard for the, three, uh, for the two of y'all when I'm here playing, you know, five mana for for a fucking uh damn it what was it called a ghostly prison <laughs> like <it's, laughs> dude, yikes <laughs> what well, were these the same two people we played with at the beginning yes 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 so uh, ah. I, I had to play with a pot of three but it was fine because there were um one nice thing about it is if uh, we, we were talking about how it's it's a little intimidating to um 
play with friends because, you know, they'll have all these in-jokes and you won't get it, etc., etc. The thing is, I've played Magic for a fucking long-ass time, so none of that shit affects me. Whatever meta they've ah. played in, whatever in-jokes they think they have, I know them. So, like, ah. <laughs> like I just fucking swoosed right in. I was already, like, it was like they've been playing with me for ten fucking years, so, you know... <laughs> <laughs> God damn! I, I'm I'm exaggerating, by the way. But the, the but the fact of the matter is, like, whatever memes that they were sp- uh, talking about, like, I I spent a lot of time on Magic. Like, oh yeah, I'm fairly familiar. So, uh, it wasn't uh, awkward or anything like that. The 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 point of it was, um, um, I don't remember what the point was. Let's get back to the fucking highlights of the game. At the end of the game, this dude. <laughs> duplicated uh so um the the artifact player had Uh sahili's mastery uh sahili's artistry not mastery Uh and played it on the stacks golem um but what he didn't realize was he had another golem that that copies the effect of anything that's played on a golem to every other golem that he has oh sahili's artistry copies one artifact creature, uh, one artifact and one creature, on two different uh, uh-huh. lines of text. So those two uh, happen separately if you're if you're pick, if you're picking both modes. One trigger of it means that he made eight golems, <laughs> at two of them being the stacks golem, and the second time he casts Sahili's artistry, that means he was making, um. Four golems, if my math was right, of everything. So, uh-huh. on top of having, like, 20 to 30 of these just random golems, <laughs> he also had seven <laughs> stacks golems. <laughs> so every non-artifact spell cost seven more, and then me and the other guy just scooped after that. I was like, what the fuck are we going to do against that? There's nothing we can do. Oh, well, excuse me. It cost seven for the creature deck player. He was playing Saskia, so it was it was seven man, seven seven tax for him. It was nine tax for me. Okay, I was <laughs> I'm dumb. And, and then you know we gave it to him. Good, good plays, good plays. <laughs> dumb. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like a good time either way. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was it was, it was a pretty. Those two knew how to play EDH, so that was my game. Uh, those those two guys were uh, died in the wool EDH players. Um, and those are the people that I can, you know, uh, I enjoy and connect and play off with very well. So it was a, it was a great time, a very EDH way that we we yeah. lost at the end. <laughs> so, eight mana, eight mana tax. Stop. It was an is it deck. It wasn't a stacks deck at all. How the fuck was I getting stacks? Well, it's because you were playing against two. Slightly stacks decks that would be. Yeah, two slightly <laughs> stacks decks means one mega stacks deck for me. So anyway, um, that was that. Uh, how did? Oh, you know what? We should <laughs> we should mention that the reason why we split off was so that Michelle could uh, fly solo and and do I the mean, whole 
this solo is, thing. This is true, but that wasn't the reason why we did. Okay. <laughs> oh, why was the reason? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, but it was it was for the podcast for the radio. Oh, it was no, 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 it radio. was a great experience either way, and I was pretty happy with it. But like uh, when we were out eating, another person came in uh, and joined. Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and joined the the group of two that we were gonna play with next, and so they they only had room for one more, and so Pablo was like, "Hey, you wanna, you wanna." go go join the other group of three and i'm like uh i mean yes right right now yes no that you're right the the reasoning is still the same but the situation that forced it was oh god that fucking weeb dude that Yu-Gi-Oh motherfucker jesus christ well i mean he was a cool guy it, it was just uh yeah, he was great. ruined our plans <laughs> no he was, yeah, he was, it was fine, fine. fine i feel like it worked better this way anyway <laughs> No, no. He was a cool guy. His deck was dumb. I'm oh, that. Excuse me. God, his deck was fucking. T- uh, we'll get into it. But like, I joined uh, that pod, uh, and in that pod, the the two people that we were already going to play with were already pretty close friends, as it seemed like. And so it was those two, and then it was two other strangers. And so it was me, and then the guy in front of me who who walked in uh, and joined that group, right? And so. Uh, I, I go up to the table, I'm like, hey, hey guys, uh, I'll be joining you guys here. And uh, they, they seemed like they were pretty experienced, and so they they were talking that magic lingo in me, and I'm over here sitting like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> I don't know any of these cards you guys are telling me. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> So I had to preface, like, immediately, it's like, I, I play magic, but I've not played magic long enough to, to know all the memes, okay, y'all? <laughs> Which kind of make, made it's, me um, feel like a pleb, but, you know, it's fine. It, it's okay, yo, Michelle. I was overhearing a lot of it. They were not They were not talking about, like, recognizable magic memes. Those oh. two were fucking in their old goddamn world oh, okay. with their secret well, ass language. Like, it, 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 you're fine. You were not... I will bet you money that the other guy, the other stranger in that pod with you, uh, Goku Weeaboo, um, he was just as fucking lost, dude. Okay, well, cool, because I was like, I had to say, say straight up and say, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I play Magic, but not long enough, so... Uh, and so, the, we start kind of talking about the power levels of some decks, right? And so, um, they were asking, I guess, what, what power level are your guys' decks? And so, they were talking about how their levels were, like, ranging from, like, 7 to, to like, 2 or whatever. And I'm over here like, oh, no. I don't actually know <laughs> what power level my decks are compared to these things, and so I'm like, uh, by, by level 10, what what deck do you mean? And essentially it was just like, oh, we're not turned to CEDH, right? And so I'm like, okay, if that's a 10, then Athreos technically has a, a two-card combo in it that makes it a little stronger than normal, so maybe I'll put it at like 6? <laughs> so that's where Athreos would be now. By the way, just a small insertion here. Um, the power rankings mean nothing now. Uh. In this post-COVID world, they mean fucking nothing. Oh. Nothing. Like, yeah. there used to be something to it back um, pre-COVID, like, because everybody was, like, watching the same things, everybody was playing the same meta, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. After COVID, when everybody had to, like, squirrel up in their own places um they they the enclaves became so much more tighter like webcam edh like you had your own small ass community and you only played with those people like the power levels 
are just so all over the place now. A mm. 10... A, a 10 is a 10 is a 10. Like, a 10 is, is still, like, you know, Urza, Scepter, or whatever. Um, CEDH. Um, a 7 to these guys would probably be, like, an 8 now or something. It just depends on what they were thinking of at the time they were making the decks. But, like, dude, uh, the, the Power Level con uh, conversation is not going to stabilize until, like, at least a year and when we start going to Magic Fests again. Like, ah. there's, just, there's just no way that that matters right now. Okay, well, I guess that's good to know because I was thinking... Uh, over here in my table, it's like, maybe I should just ask Pablo what the power level might be, <laughs> but I didn't want to do it because it's like he was already in the middle of the game, so I'm like, okay, let me, let me just really It's okay, really I quickly... was losing, you should ask. <laughs> let me just quickly <laughs> guess what power level my decks were, right? And so I'm like, okay, well, Athreos has a two-card combo in it, and so six. <laughs> uh, That's not a bad answer. And then Yenit uh plays uh, and she did pretty well in the previous game uh but probably not as strong as athreo so like five uh and then marisi which is the last deck i brought uh is i think my weakest deck that i have at the house uh so far so i'm like yeah three right and so I guess they were like, yo, we'll, we'll just play our weakest decks. And I'm like, okay, that means I'm playing Marisi today. And so I'm just kind of setting up my deck, right? And I, I don't know what the other, like, two friends were pulling out. Um, one of them, I think, pulled out, like, a Planes... It was a Red Planeswalker Commander. Uh, Duretti, yes. Yeah. Duretti, the Scrap Savant. Yeah, yes, yeah. that guy, the guy with the artifacts. And I'm like, I don't know what he does, but I guess we'll see. Uh, and then the other guy, the other friend pulls out, um, a card. I mean, it was really hard to see because for whatever reason, the sleeve was really dark. And so I'm like, oh, can oh, I take the those? the card was really dark. <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> and so I'm like, okay, well, can I take a look at your commander? He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And so I'm looking at this commander. I'm like, this looks like a fucking My Little Pony. And I'm looking at this and it's like... Uh, something, something, when at nighttime it gets buffed or some shit, and I'm, I'm noticing, this is a silver-bordered card. I'm like, what? So I ask him, is this a, a silver-bordered card? And he was like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I just kind of gave it back to him, and like, oh. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be that kind of game. What, what, what are we playing here? <laughs> let, me, let me actually Google this card here and say, mine? It was Nightmare Moon. Oh, yeah, okay, so what is Nightmare that's, Moon? That's, that's why, that, that was my joke, Michelle, because she's the embodiment of nighttime. Yeah, that's I why know. it was a really dark card. Because you know? <laughs> <laughs> the dark, you know, because nighttime's pretty dark, Michelle. <laughs> so, yeah, he pulls in a Nightmare Moon, and I'm like, I've never seen this card before. I don't even know if it's a real card. So my first assumption, one, was that it's some card <laughs> that someone made online because, like, you know, bronies, right? And so I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love. I love that fucking reaction. You know, bronies, right? Because <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know it was part of a secret layer unset or whatever. So, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, okay. Don't know what this could possibly mean, but you know what? I guess this is happening. And so, and um, the guy across from me, the other stranger, uh, I I don't know what deck he was gonna pull out, but he pulled out a deck, and then he was like, oh wait, I have a new deck that I should test out, and he pulls out fucking Pramicon. Uh, which is the wall that when he comes into play, um, that player chooses which direction, and then, like, 
only only we can only attack in that direction. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh fucking no, Marisi is gonna be totally fucking useless this game. And, but it was already I had already said I was gonna use it and I didn't want to pull on a different deck because it's like I don't want to make it look like I'm counterpicking this guy's deck so I'm going into this game knowing like Marisi's not gonna do, be able to do jack fucking shit bro Dude, only if Pramicon ever comes out <laughs> all you gotta do is remove Pramicon right just keep fucking removing Pramicon just remove Pramicon right you think it'd be easy right <laughs> remove Pramicon but the guy uh the guy playing Pramicon uh was also kind of playing almost like a almost like a cleric deck where everything just had protection against everything and I'm like hmm this is annoying <laughs> impossible to remove Pramicon. So when we were talking about the gamut of, of awesome, really cool, like, hey, YouTube tier uh, EDH games, we we had... <laughs> you guys are already seeing it a little bit. <laughs> but Doretti, uh, Nightmare Moon, and a... Uh, and Pramicon, a deck that completely fucking neutralizes Michelle's deck. You can kind of see where her game, her fucking night is going. And so it's like, oh, this is gonna be a fucking, a fucking hoot of a game. And so, you know, uh, the the Dorady deck instantly just starts uh, solitaring, right, with all the artifacts and stuff. And I'm like, we should be very afraid of this deck. But unfortunately, Pramicon was out. And so the only person that could have attacked him was the Pramicon player. And you you wanna know what he had on his board? Three walls. Oh. Three walls that couldn't attack. <laughs> oh. You wanna know what the My Little Pony player had? I don't know. Nightmare Moon and nothing his, else. His, uh, it was his fucking commander, but like so many artifacts that it, it did like 16 damage <laughs> per hit, and it was a flyer. So I'm like, okay. Alright, I mean, he didn't attack me for a while because it's like, it made no sense. I don't know why he didn't attack me, but like, because I was just wide open because I don't have any flyers, but he didn't attack me for a while, so I'm like, okay. But, uh, seeing as I could only attack the the wall, the Pramicon player, the most logical thing for me to have done was to play my Ginger Brute and just attack him anyway with my Unblockable for one, and it's like, hello, <laughs> your walls are now all goaded, not that you can fucking do anything. <laughs> I, I love, I love that I was in the game where I was getting taxed for eight, <laughs> where I was getting taxed out for eight for any spell I, caused, I cast, and you still were suffering more of uselessness than I was. That's fucking hilarious. And so, and so it was great because this guy's like, yeah, my creatures have protection, and not only that, my walls can now, like, each one of my walls have protection from all colors, and they can block as many creatures as they want. And so I'm over here like, but yeah, can they block my ginger brute? <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. No. <laughs> Not that it fucking did anything, because, uh, you know... I could only attack that guy, and uh, you know the the one the one guy with the ready deck that was just kind of like artifacts on artifacts on artifacts on artifacts, uh, was just sol solitary over there. We we can't we couldn't do anything about it because no one could attack him. <laughs> it's like uh, very very quickly that game uh, ended with uh, everybody just kind of scooping to the ready. 
out of curiosity, did did the Primacon player play Primacon after he started seeing Doretti's shit coming onto the field or before? Because like that's the only reason why I would think that he, as a wall player, would would take out the combat deck from going into the artifact deck, the Nightmare Moon deck from the um, from the uh, art uh, Doretti deck. He was, was it, nah. When he... did he pull Primacon out? So he, I don't think he knew that Doretti was out. I don't actually think he knew. I mean, I didn't know what Doretti was capable of. Okay, but uh, I don't think he he knew what was going on over with the other two because he was like, "Oh, I should try out this new deck that I've been meaning to try out." And I'm like, "Oh, what is it, Primacon?" <laughs> and so I don't think he knew what was going on. I see. Well, but by the time that Primacon was out, it was, now. it was too late. Yeah, it's like well. <laughs> And he was sitting there himself, and he's like, man, this was a terrible idea. <laughs> I don't know it's how to get rid of my own Bramagon. <laughs> Dude, uh, I... <laughs> the only thing I can say, Michelle, is at least you weren't suffering alone. That's true. You know, at least you were there suffering at another table with me. <laughs> Oh no, dude! I'm talking about that other guy, like fucking around with Bramicon. At least oh, he realized true. it was a, gi- <laughs> a giant. I made a terrible mistake. Because <laughs> he he sees that um you know the artifact guy was like oh he's got a lot of shit going on so I'm gonna make it so that Paramicon uh makes it so that 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 crazy guy can't attack me. Uh, I don't think that he had um creatures or anything though. But either way, it was just. That was a struggle of a game, Pablo. <laughs> that's, that's fucking funny. Oh, God. <laughs> that is stupid. Oh, Nightmare Moon. <laughs> yeah, it's like eventually the game was just going nowhere, so the My Little Pony guy, like, just, just started hitting me, and I'm like, ow, I can't do anything about it. I fucking take this fucking 16 damage. <laughs> it sure is nice to play EDH. Heck yeah. <laughs> Variants. Variance uh, is so cool. Yeah, and these two guys were were very much so. I, I assumed they were close friends because they were very much in their own world, talking to each other about their memes and stuff. And like the guy, one yeah. the, the My Little Pony guy was like, "Man, I should have played my Stacks deck, right? Because Stacks is life, and Stacks is the only thing that matters." And I'm sitting here, I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> are these these kind of people? <laughs> these no, people that you, roll you. up <laughs> and just like, hey, Stacks is the greatest, y'all." <laughs> Bro, we, we were talking about people with like either insane mental fortitude to like take the stings and barbs and arrows of people who ate stacks, or people who are completely fucking oblivious and clueless, and they just play whatever the fucking they want anyway. These guys were in the second category. <laughs> there was no like mental strength going on. No, no stoic like I must do what I must to win and win for my archetype. Nah, these motherfuckers were just like, <laughs> stacks. Yeah, I mean, he didn't pull out his stacks, which, which was nice, because it's like, oh man, you guys said you were going to pull out your weakest decks, okay? <laughs> Don't do this. I pulled out my weakest deck and I got fucking ripped, okay? <laughs> yeah, these <laughs> I know those two, too. It was like, <sighs> here's the problem. I didn't realize that, okay, so... The one guy that played the Doretti deck, I mean, 
there's nothing I can really think about to do. I, I could not have in my wildest dreams imagined that there was going to be a My Little Pony deck without <laughs> discussion, by the way, which which is... Wait, oh, okay. Um, small, small, small. Small aside, if you are playing an Uncommander, you're supposed to... Uh, this is another one of those social contract things. Ask the table if you can play the Silver Border. You don't just assume that, like, hey, I can play this, right? No. Most people are going to say yes, but come on, be be cool. Ask first. Yeah, so, you know, when he pulled it out, I'm like, well, I, I guess this is just happening. I'm not, I'm not going to call you out on it because I, I'm, you know, just not going to do it. But also, like, really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, second thing, there was no... <laughs> fucking my little pony. <laughs> there was, second thing, there was no way I could have ever fucking um, predicted... That the Primacon player was gonna, that you were gonna play Marisi against the Primacon player. I'm sorry, Michelle. I've 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 seen a lot of games in my day, and I've I've seen something like this happen. I w- just wasn't expecting that to happen that night. Right, I'm sorry, the first Michelle. Night I'm very sorry. I went sorry. out to go play Magic with strangers. Bro, I, look, man. It's I told you it was good. You 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 reached the highest of highs for fun games and the. <laughs> Lowest of lows <laughs> of meme games. <laughs> Funny shit. Funny what shit. a great time! But like, uh, I could tell these two were like, like I guess just really close because at one point in time they started reciting the 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 Team Rocket anthem, <laughs> uh, I... uh, alternating with each other, and then it comes to the part where I guess Jesse and James say their names, and then they replace Jesse and James with their own names. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what is going on? Uh, what a good time. Yeah, dude. It... <laughs> There's nothing, nothing wrong with it, though. I mean, like, uh, they seemed like they had fun at the very least. I mean, I had fun, too. Uh, you know, there was a lot of friendly banter going on around, at least with me and the Pramacom player, because we were both strangers uh, at the table. So it's like, oh, hey, you know, what, what? <laughs> Attack you with my ginger blade or not ginger blade, ginger brute. <laughs> Lol, I can't block. I guess I take it. <laughs> I like that you. I, I like that. Like in your head, ginger ginger brute is already morphing slowly into ginger blade. Because <laughs> it's it's perfect. Ginger blade. <laughs> Such a good name. Ginger blade. Oh, uh, but you know that was my second game. It didn't last very long. But that was because the other two were playing some pretty crazy decks, okay? <laughs> yeah. Hey, on the bright side, they didn't. he didn't pull out his uh, Urza High Artificer, or the other dude didn't pull out uh, Grand Ar- Arbiter Ar- Augustine. Jesus, like, is that his Dax Commander? Yeah. Oh, like, you know, okay. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it was, I mean, like, I, I know those guys, don't worry about it. It's just, <laughs> damn it, dude. <laughs> 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 so like no dude like I, I turn around and look at what the hell is happening over there because i'm like oh, I'm, I'm over here going like man this game is shit <laughs> oh no not not shit like it, it's this game is tough because we were i was having fun with my pod like it was mm. it, it, whenever it's a pod of three i kind of just i don't check out i still actively play but i i also don't like think too hard about it anymore because it's like well this is not really how the game is played, so it's a little unbalanced to begin with. Just have fun with it, right? So that's... It. But still, it was fucking miserable to, to be stacked out completely. And I'm going like, man, I wonder how Michelle is doing. I wonder if she's been comboed out yet or not. You, I mean, that's how you lost eventually, but... 
but the, but the road to dying was worse than the death itself. I mean, I also had fun with my pod. Uh, I mean, it was just kind of an interesting experience, but yeah. you know, like it it's it's like... it's 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 fun in the way that LSD is fun. It's like. <laughs> Damn, this is really fucking interesting. It's a little scary, or sometimes a little boring. And I, sometimes I don't know what the fuck is going on. But you can't say it's not interesting. That's true. I mean, at one point in time, the uh, Doretti guy was just playing artifacts and artifacts and artifacts and just tapping things. And I'm like, I, I don't know what's going on, and I'm not going to ask what's going on because it's just going to be a lot of things. And I'm like, okay, I'll just let you keep doing what you're doing. Because <laughs> I can't do anything about it. <laughs> and I'm going to let this pony attack me because I can't do anything about it. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, that game ended pretty quickly. And then just as quickly as it ended, they also, like, immediately bounced really quickly. <laughs> it was kind of weird, actually. It's like the game ends and then they immediately just pack up and just, like, power walk out of there. I'm like, okay. That was strange. <laughs> <laughs> they power walked out of there. I mean, they Is that were... what they actually did? No, I mean, I, they, they, they didn't, I mean, they didn't power walk. I'm pretty sure they didn't actually power walk, but it was very much so like, all right, we're done. We're packing up immediately, and it was just leaving. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, my God. No, right. no, I mean, like, dude, I, I know these guys, and it's like, I, I wouldn't put it past them to just, like, fucking, all right, power walk time. Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> they just like, oh no, they they're gonna turn into pumpkins. It's time to power walk out of the store. <laughs> you know, next time I go to a local game store, maybe I also just stick in Joyra in there. Have one somewhat strong deck. <laughs> to be fair, you know what? If you played Joyra, they probably would have um, had like a more interactive time with you because that's something that uh, those those were the cedh players that we were talking about like yeah. if, if you if you if you play a, a cedh deck around them they start to like you know pay more attention to you basically like uh, most of the time those guys never pay me any heed unless i pull out uh narset or like eventually i'm, I'm sure it, when i do complete it uh, uh solvala like that's ah. just you know well, I mean, they like, that's just the kind of players yeah. they are. I see. Well, they seemed pretty nice from the beginning. It was like they were very accommodating. Oh, no, they're very, was like, they're yeah. very nice guys. They're yeah. very nice guys. It's just, you know, um, they, they they know exactly. I respect them because they know exactly the kind of game that they want. Yeah. Um, and they always try to seek that game. Yeah. And so, I mean, the game itself wasn't bad. It was interesting but it was it was an enjoyable time uh but i guess i can see where you're going at because after a while they were just kind of in their own worlds and just doing their own thing on their side of the boards and i'm like hmm hmm that's 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 the downside of 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 bringing somebody who's uh close with you like sometimes you 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 do kind of lose yourself but it's whatever yeah (laughs) but i guess this is why you mentioned sitting diagonally from each other so you know what next time well that's what we'll do yeah, that's what we'll do so that other people won't, you know. Yeah. Well, so so that we won't do that to other people, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um All right, I think that's that's the end of the episode. Um Oh, <laughs> I guess there's one thing. Yeah. I've started doing the thing that I was talking about um um my way of doing a push for for our our podcast, uh-huh. uh, um, popular the the only way I can think of to 
to to popularize our podcast is is we're artists so yeah. i'll do something with art um i made i think it's a pretty clever uh will and rowan kenrith comic shout out to will and rowan kenrith <laughs> my, my twins my, my, my kids <laughs> uh, so i made this uh comic um basically only one person uh, online has ever made this joke but it's it's a very good joke and I, I wish that somebody else put the effort to popularize it Rowan Kenrith in every sense of the word is a fucking Disney princess yeah you know how you know how we uh, we, we, we are fucking joking about how will will Kenrith makes no fucking sense uh-huh like, He's like a fucking buff ass mega mage, heart of gold, but kind of dumb dude. It's like, like he, he he. There's a lot of contradictions there. Rowan Kenrith works so perfectly well as a concept. She she just fits so well in what she does because she is an absolute one hundred percent fairy tale princess. Fairy tale princess. Uh-huh. From Eldraine, that is majoring in theater and performing arts. Oh, <laughs> is she actually? Yeah, she's in Prismari. Ah, dude. <laughs> you're right in the new set. Yeah, no, oh, exactly. You're like, right. When, when it first came out that uh, Rowan was from Eldraine and she was a fairy tale princess, I guess. I guess people were starting to make the joke, like, just a little bit. Like, I only, I have only seen one post ever about Rowan Kenrith being a Disney princess. Um, but, like, I, I get it. Like, um, you know, just just because she's a princess from a fairy tale kingdom doesn't, you know, automatically make her, make her a Disney, a princess. Disney princess. You know, she, you look at Fiona from Shrek, I mean, she, she, she checks the bubble, uh, she checks some of the bubbles, but, like, un- unless you have something more, she doesn't, like, fit that role uh too exceptionally but when rowan went to arcavios and strixhaven and it turns out that <laughs> the, the fucking the fucking college and major that that the twins ended up in is fucking theater and performing <laughs> arts and the just the arts in general it was just like Bro, where's where are my Disney fans at? Where are my Disney boys at? Where are my Disney gals at? Like, and <laughs> and nobody was making the joke, so I was like, "This is this is a fucking travesty." I will make this joke, so I spent the good part of a week just making this really nice. Again, what I think is a really nice comic. I, to be fair, a lot of the work was was fucking font and graphic design it wasn't <laughs> oh even like the, dude it wasn't even like the coloring or anything and thank you by the way michelle for letting me go on about this no it's fine um, i thought it was a cute comic okay <laughs> right right it was I, I, well the, apart from like spending entirely too much time fucking with with the font uh so basically I drew Rowan, uh, Rowan Kenrith in the Disney 90s house style, um, Disney Animation Studios house style, so very, very distinct that we, we say that. Um, 
I wrote this song. <laughs> you did write a fucking <laughs> like, song. Dude, I wrote the song, not not to <laughs> sing or anything, just just so that I can have lyrics in the back of her, like you know, to, to you know, oh look, she's Disney princessing it up, and then. I you know I, I I upped my I upped my effects game a little bit actually for for this. Um, I noticed. So I I so I, I did that. Um, oh yeah, you would. You love fucking all the layers <laughs> and filters and shit. You you your fiance your brother fucking love that shit. Anyway, this I'm not gonna. This is true. This is very yeah. true. Okay. Uh, but you guys make it work, by the way. No 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 offense to the art or nothing. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm just saying you fucking absolutely love that shit. Anyway anyway anyway. So I did that, right? And then I made the second panel. It was pretty funny. So there's Rowan. She's singing. She's, you know, doing a princess pose. And there's, like, lyrics in the background. It's very nice to look at. And then the second panel um, is is uh, is Rutha and Will. Like, there was a good gag. Rutha was like, how is this possible? She's so great at being Prismari. And then, because, you know, Disney princess, giggle, giggle. Uh-huh. And Will, Will Kenrith is there to the side going, what the fuck are you talking about, Rutha? This is this is a Tuesday at Denny's for, for anybody in Eldraine. And, you know, like, <laughs> get the fuck off the stage, Rowan. You're the worst stage hand ever. <laughs> explaining the joke. She's not even, like, one of the performers or actresses. She's, she's, she's just there. She, she's just, she's just one of the techs. She's just one of the techs. Like, hey... Can somebody fix this this light, the spotlight? And Rowan's like, "Oh yeah, I'll do it." And then fucking goes into a full Disney song. Um, so that was that was a week's worth of work. Um, it was, but it was cute and it was okay. It was perfect. Yeah, I I I put it up on um, well, I put it up on Twitter, but you know, I I we haven't used our Twitter very much uh, yet, so like I wasn't expecting too much from that. But like I looked at this thing, and it very much fits like all the check boxes for something nice, right? Like maybe yeah. not super blow up viral, but like at least a, a couple of hundred upvotes on Reddit, at least, right? Yeah. On Reddit, by the way, not not Twitter, because that's you know completely different things. Um, so I put it there, and. It was in moderator status pending for three fucking days. Uh-huh. I had no idea what the fuck was going on. I opened up a, a ticket with the mods. I was like, yeah, what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. Um, our, our, uh, the Turn 1 Scoop Reddit account is like so young and it's only like a month old or so. And um, it has so few posts. It has like three in total that... It was getting s- filtered everywhere. Oof. Oof. So, like, th- this whole fucking weekend. <sighs> it's okay, Pablo. This weekend, oh, man. It, it, it was oh. just so sad. Like, I, I, I you know, I, I put in all this effort, made it nice, yada, yada. Like, really tuned this up. Because this is, this is a very forward-facing part of, 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 of what uh, I hope turn one scoop is gonna be is like one thing we're a little bit more acidic we're a little bit more vitriolic than the normal but but uh-huh. we have fun we don't we, <laughs> we we have a heart by the way not, not that we're just here shitting on people like I, I know very well that we have a heart um we're just very 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 um uh, spiky i guess when we get to it oh, i care Allah. about you guys anyway so but the other part of that we're a little bit unique is in that me and michelle are, I won't say, like, 
incredible. Well, Michelle is actually trail no, artists are always just. Please stop, okay. Pablo. You're well, all right, all right. We're, we're, we're not. We're, we're not gonna. We're not gonna put ourselves on that <laughs> imposter syndrome or nothing. But we both know that we are very technically efficient artists. Um, maybe for different things, but me and Michelle, we're not gonna say we're bad artists. We know we're this. not bad artists. I will accept. This. Like, yeah, but we we know that we are artists. Like. Uh, Maybe the definitions have changed through the, throughout the years, but nobody will look at our shit and go like, "Wow, they're bad at art." People will look at it and like, "Oh, they, they, they fucking is, know what they're doing." This is art. <laughs> yeah, this is art, this and then is nobody's gonna drawing. say it's art. Yeah, like, wow, <laughs> they know what things look like and re- can recreate it. All that came for nothing because I did. Oh, I God, I well. do not know how fucking Reddit works. I do not. So, one of the most important things about a Reddit post is the first not even 24 hours of its life, just the first 12, 6 or 12 hours of a post's life. If it doesn't get its speed going, its momentum going, and go on the hot page of Reddit or whatever subreddit you're going at, it might as well be buried unless some miraculous thing happens. Yeah, that's usually how it goes. Very unfortunate. All that work and... uh, you know, the mod goes up to me on the third day. Goes like, because uh, I finally opened up the ticket. I'm like, oh, what's going on here? And the mod was just like, oh yeah, sorry, man. Uh, all your shit's just getting filtered. Uh, I'll unfilter it now. Uh, good luck. Sorry about that. Um, <sighs> oh well, it's okay, Pablo. It's just the life of an artist. Uh, I mean, like, there's just so many people, and like, you know, this is just something that at least, at least, because uh, neither of us are like very well known. Uh, actually, I, I could be wrong. Pablo might be very well known in the the, the art world. <laughs> no, no, no that we're, uh, the, the turn one scoop, Pablo, me, no, no, not not well known at all. But that that doesn't matter because here, at least it wasn't the art's fault. It was my human error, and not not even an artist error. It was it was me just like oh fuck. I wish I knew um, Reddit more. Thankfully, I didn't post it on all of the big uh, Reddits. There were still a couple of, like, uh, 10K, 30K, you know. Uh, the the main uh, Magic Reddit is... It would have been nice to have been put there, because, like, I, I, fuck it, I know in my heart of hearts this would have done well there uh, if I just didn't fuck up. Um, it has, like, uh, 500K um, people on it. You know, it would have been nice to have gotten exposure through there. But that didn't happen. Uh, I I posted it on some of the... Uh, I, I don't want to say they're smaller. More specialized. That's how we're, we're saying it. The more mm-hmm. specialized magic reddits. And it's doing very well there. Cause oh, like, man, there you go, Pablo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's just... Um, right now it's sitting at around 70, 75, because, you know, bots, like, they just keep fighting each other. <laughs> the upvote bots and the downvote bots just keep fighting the fuck out of each other. Ah. It's sitting around, around 70, 75, uh, likes, um, on this uh, board, but I know that if it was on another board, it would probably be, like, given this performance, it would be at 300 likes and counting. Ah, um, uh, well, you know. Oh, well. Uh, it, it is what it is, you know. I mean, I also yeah. just kind of have varying luck when it comes to posting on Reddit, right? And so sometimes it's like, oh, I'll, I'll post, like, fan art for something in the page for the fan art, and it gets, like, what, 2K likes? And then other days it'll be like, I will post fan art also <laughs> in a fan art page, and it's like, hello, these three likes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's like, oh, well, it is what it is. I've kind of just learned to, to just accept that people will just like what they like. And if they don't, it's like, at least at least I like yeah. it. <laughs> and that's all I, that matters. It's, it's, it's just rough when you can see, like, almost empirically that if you just didn't fuck up, like, again, this is all completely on me. I, I mean, dropped the ball on this. Here's the thing. It what what been good. did you fuck up on? Like, I don't, I don't really know exactly what it is that you fucked up with. I didn't realize that I had to have posted more on the Turn One Scoop Reddit account, uh... to, so that the filters, all of the Reddit, uh, you know, robot filter things, would go. Oh, this isn't a bot. Uh, put it on the the hot page or the new page or the front page. Don't filter it out. Like, since the Reddit account was so new and had so little interaction. It just looked like a fucking throwaway robot account. Oh, I see. Yeah, that that's the weird thing about Reddit, because I've yeah. only been on Reddit for, like, a year or something. Like this, uh, I'm also very new to Reddit, so I didn't realize that your account had to be, like, an older account for things to actually be able to post. Yeah. Um, well, uh, live and let learn. Uh, maybe I'll repost it again, but unfortunately, uh, this comic is a bit time sensitive i really should have posted this like uh two weeks ago honestly because now we're in yeah Mm -hmm. for strixhaven when when the hype for strixhaven was the strongest um uh, but unfortunately i didn't and now we are like in the full role of going into um going into it's 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 a very good time to be a magic fan right now because both uh modern horizons 2 and dungeons and dragons uh the the forgotten realms expansion are coming out and it's just fucking amazing it's just great cards great spoilers everything yeah also means that nobody gives a fuck about strixhaven anymore so that's that's true unfortunately but hey, th- uh, that means that we can start making some modern horizons 2 art and maybe that'll be great Bro, Michelle, I'm gonna pass this torch on to you. Oh God, cause, I'm terrible cause I'm at tired. things. Okay, well, <laughs> I will attempt you, something. You know what I'm gonna say to you, Michelle? Yeah. And and to our listeners, uh, we're gonna do something a little bit more low impact. Maybe we'll do uh, some like uh, uh, black and white line art, uh, funny, you know, chibi comics or something, because those those play out really well too. Maybe we'll do something a lot less effort than than the one because huh. not to say I don't that know how the... to not effort Pablo. Bro. Oh, yeah. God. Anyway, okay, well, fine. Maybe I will. But um, what I'm saying is, it it hurts a lot less when you spend like thirty work hours or something on a piece, and then like whether it's like a a, a big fault of of your art like oh man maybe my subject matter was just kind of shitty or whether it was like just something fucking stupid like robot filters on reddit like seeing seeing a little comic strip fail is a lot less heartbreaking than a fucking like full-on effort piece fail oh my god <laughs> that, that's true you know what i i can agree with that uh i mean uh, i've had a good a, a good amount of experience with like oh whatever my posts don't really get that many likes either on instagram or or reddit or whatever so i'm, I'm kind of used to it so i'll just do all this stuff and it'll be fine pablo you don't have to worry okay. about the heartbreak oh 
Okay, good. Because uh, it's your turn now, Michelle. I can't do it. I can't do it again. I need to rest. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll do some fucking... Maybe maybe I'll just make some cool Dacon art or something. Dacon is... is he cool, okay? Yeah, dude. And Dacon is something... <laughs> bro, Dacon is your idol. Dacon is your fucking homeboy, so dude. cool. The, I'm just concerned because he has a lot of detail. And I'm like, I don't know how to armor, bro. <laughs> Uh, whatever. All you gotta make sure that you drew well or draw well is his hat and his sword. Like you know, every everything else is is kind of just whatever. But Dakon is 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 that cool ass hat and his cool ass sword. His cool ass black blade. Oh yeah, oh, baby. <laughs> Get gingerbladed. <laughs> I mean, Get tattooed. Ginger. Dude, fucking black, black the black blade, blade so will be fine. I, I've drawn black blade before. Uh, in fact, because uh, yes, he's on are. our he's on our our bird logo. Scoops <laughs> holding yeah. the black blade. Uh, speaking of which, if if you want to see the quality of Michelle's art, like you know that that's scoops. Scoops is one of them. <laughs> I did make scoops. You're not wrong. But, uh, yeah, 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 the future, it'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but that's our episode for the night, unless you got something else to add, Michelle. No, I'm, I'm good. All right, cool. Um, where should I put the music, Michelle? Mm, maybe, mm. like, right here. Oh, okay, awesome. Uh, well, that's, uh, it for this, uh, week's episode. Thank you again for, uh, Kevin McLeod for providing the music. We're using it through Creative Commons license. Let's, I, I hope to see you guys next week. By the way, if anybody is looking for our Twitter, it is it's the Turn One Scoop. It's at the Turn One Scoop. Y'all know how to fucking spell Turn One Scoop. Uh, make sure that the D is there, okay? The Turn One Scoop. We are at the Turn One Scoop. You know what? We probably should have been like <laughs> throwing our handles at the, at the end of our podcast for a hot minute, but I guess we'll do it now. No, no, no. That was that was before we had anything worth posting. Now we do have stuff. Hey, now that we've revealed our grand post. plan. Yeah, we, we have our grand plan of of, of of this shit. It's it's all good. It's all good. All right. All right. Um. Good night, people. It's a good night to you guys. <laughs>